0: When it comes to repairing or replacing uh, parts of major home systems and appliances, you need a warranty plan that keeps your budget in mind, not to mention your sanity. When your air conditioner goes or your refrigerator or your dishwasher, holy cow, that's going to set you back a lot. American Home Shield offers a choice among three great plans. So whatever your budget is, it's affordable. Nobody likes to think about the household breakdowns. They will help you cover the costs when parts of your system or the whole system and appliances break. They've been around for 50 years, and if they can't repair your covered item, they will replace it. And their coverage extends to whole systems like heating and air to major appliances. Get the warranty you need for the price you can afford. Keep your home up and running. Get the budget on track with American Home Shield. Right now, you can take $50 off their most comprehensive plans ever. Go to ahs.com slash beck right now and save $50. Service fees, limitations, exclusions to apply. See plan for details. It's American Home Shield. A-H-S dot com slash beck. Be sure with the shield. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. Today, I've got some news for you. We're gonna talk to a, a former Disney artist who said, quote, I'm coming out of the closet. Um, we've got something really great uh, on that. I'm gonna also tell you about the global government conference yesterday. That Did you even know we had a global government conference? Yeah, yeah, and everybody was there. Uh, we'll tell you about that and some shocking audio. But I really want to spend time talking to you today. I've cleared everything else out, and I just want to open up the phones and talk to you at 888-727-BECK. We begin in 60 seconds. I wrote in and said, I bought Relief Factor for my wife and what a transformation it has made. She went from complaining of different pains and stiffness from arthritis to feeling great and able to do things she hadn't been able to do in years. I'm telling you, happy wife, happy life. Thank you uh, very much, Cy, for reminding that is exactly right. If you're dealing with pain, please give Relief Factor a try. It's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors. The three-week quick start developed for you is only $19.95, and it'll attack your inflammation, which is the source of most of our pain, in four different ways. Now, about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. That says a lot. Are you part of that 70% that can get rid of your pain or at least greatly reduce it? Try Relief Factor now. Try it for three weeks. The three week quick start, 1995, developed for you at ReliefFactor.com or call 800 the number four relief. 800 the number four relief. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. You know, I, uh, I want to go to the phones today, and uh, you can call in now, but I want to talk to you. Uh, I, I No, I don't. I want to listen to you today. I feel like people don't feel that anyone is listening to them. If I didn't have this job and I couldn't spout, I think I'd explode. You see our our once thriving communities becoming a shell of their former selves because of this, because of the internationalists, the giant corporations, the giant banks, all the great manufacturing jobs left for China being replaced by weed stores. Our towns, many of them overrun with crystal meth and fentanyl, especially if you live in the middle of the country. What happened to my America? I want to listen to you today because you need to be heard. People are arriving at a point where they're just assuming it's over and all that's left is to hunker down in your home with provisions while you await the final collapse. That is not true. That's the worst thing we can do. I mean, we need to be prepared But we also need to stand and not stand for the things we're against. Stand up against the things we don't like. Let's stand up for the things we love. You're not alone. There's a lot of people that are standing up. A friend of mine told me last night when his local school board was going to force vaccine mandates, a handful of teachers and parents stood against them. He said, I saw people deliver words with the same fervor as Churchill at some of those meetings. Every day, there are new heroes joining the fight. Don't feel hopeless. There are a handful of David and Goliaths right, right now. Things are changing and things are changing quickly, but there is no chance unless we, the people, stand up, stand up to the big companies, the banks, the government agencies. I mean, remember, it was the man behind the curtain. Why are they silencing people? Why are they, why are they working so hard to silence you and to separate you? Because they know your power when you know your power. It's the Wizard of Oz. Same thing. Dorothy always had the ability to go home. She was in control of everything. She just didn't know it. The good news is, if we want to change the country, we can change the country. Most just don't know it yet. I'm here without, well, actually in the lobby here, I do have the ruby slippers, but I'm here this morning with, without the ruby slippers to tell you it is all within your reach and grasp. We just have to do the next right thing. And we also need to pay attention to what is happening uh, around us. I told you a minute ago, the World Government Summit, but I, the what? The world government summit happened um, yesterday in Dubai, uh, and it was the um, introduction uh, session yesterday. And it, I mean, all the people that you know are the usual people were there. Huge crowd, gigantic theater, with very—I mean—all of the critical important people. And it was kicked off by lo and behold. Klaus Schwab. Here's what he said. We do not yet know the full extent and the systemic and
1: structural changes which will happen. Now listen to this. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems, and
0: supply chains will be deeply affected. Got it? We are changing things, and we don't know how that'll go. But we do know the global energy system, the food system, and the supply chains will be deeply affected. Well, but other than that, don't worry about it. It's only food, energy, and how we get things. But other than that, we're good. This is the arrogance of the elites. Now, one of the topics, uh, their first session was, are we ready for a new world order? Are they trolling us? I think the reason why they're naming this is because, A, they, they really mean it. It is a new world order. But they also see an advantage of calling it the new world order instead of the great reset, which it absolutely is. The new world order. They call it that because that way when I say it to you and you're like, did you hear about the global government? Where their first session was, Are we ready for the New World Order? Everybody rolls their eyes. Aha. Uh-huh. But uh, here it is, Day One World Government Summit yesterday in Dubai. Here's the first session Are we ready for a New World Order? And the title
1: of this session, Are We Ready for a New World Order? Well, the organizers here are nothing if
0: not ambitious. This is, I think you will agree, a daunting subject for discussion at just after 9am on a Wednesday morning here in the relative calm of Expo 2020. But tackle it, we must. Because I believe what is clear is that we have hit an inflection point. We are certainly living in a unique age of uncertainty Mm. and volatility Mm -hmm. in global affairs. huh? That is weird because it's almost exactly what Joe Biden said last week. Remember, we're at an inflection point that only happens once in a generation, maybe a little longer. So they're all talking the same game. And for anyone who says, ah, digital money, digital money, (laughs) Ah, <laughs> it's it's like bitcoin no it's not well it'll never happen here okay here they are yesterday uh pippa uh, pippa Mulgram, she's an economist and former presidential advisor in the u.s speaking yesterday at the world government su- uh summit talking about the new digital money
1: what underpins a world order is always the financial system Hmm. Uh, I was very privileged. My father was an advisor to Nixon when they came off the gold standard in 71. And so I was brought up with a kind of inside view of how very important the financial structure is to absolutely everything else. And what we're seeing in the world today, I think, is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where Hmm. we are about to, and I'll say this boldly. Yes. We're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. And the new one, the new accounting, is what we call blockchain. It means digital, it means having a almost perfect record of every single transaction that (gasps) happens in the economy, which will give us far greater clarity over what's going on. It also raises huge dangers in terms of the balance of power between states and citizens. In my opinion, we're going to need a digital constitution of human rights if we're going to have digital money, Uh, but also this new money will be sovereign in nature. Most people think that digital money is crypto and private, but what I see are superpowers introducing digital currency. The Chinese were the first. The US is on the brink, I think, of moving in the same direction. The Europeans have committed to that as well. And the question is, will that new system of digital money and digital accounting accommodate the competing needs of the citizens of all these locations so that every human being has a chance Mm -hmm. to have a better life. Because that's the only measure of whether a world order really serves.
0: Yeah, Mm, I don't think so. Um, But just to build on that, again, for anyone who thinks that I am crazy, you can now quote the New York Times. Not only is the the new world order the global government summit yesterday talking about this but here's the new york times central banks around the world are experimenting with issuing digital replacements for cash in the form of central bank digital currencies but those are by and large not anonymous let me say that again but those are by and large not anonymous In January, a white paper from the Federal Reserve made it clear any digital currency it issued would differ materially from cash, which enables anonymous transactions, end quote. What does that mean? Let me translate. If the Fed issues a digital currency, which the president is now asking the Fed in a executive order to explore... They've already explored it. They have a white paper that's 78 pages long, there on their own website. They put it there in January. They don't need to explore it. And they said that the Fed coin will differ materially from cash because no purchase will be anonymous. To some people, to some people, the loss of privacy is no big deal especially if the death of cash makes life harder on criminals who often do business using stacks of $100 bills to avoid detection by the authorities. Representative Stephen Lynch, a Democrat from Massachusetts, a former iron worker who represents a part of Boston and its Southern suburbs isn't soft on crime, but he doesn't like the idea of banks and governments being able to track every single transaction. Every person makes quote, we're trying to preserve some element of anonymity and not have full spectrum surveillance of every aspect of people's lives, end quote. This is from a Democrat. This is in the New York Times. Please don't say it's a conspiracy. And please don't say it could never happen here. Don't ever say those things again. You must understand we are living in a very different world. All of the old rules are gone. Everything that you thought you knew to be true, as I said, what you thought would, it was solid, is liquid. Everything that you thought was liquid is now solid. Solid. The world is completely inside out and upside down. So what is his uh, plan? Well, Lynch introduced a bill directing the Department of Treasury rather than the Federal Reserve to develop an experiment with issuing digital dollar technologies. Oh, okay. So we don't want the Fed to have all that information, but the Treasury can have all of that information. Yeah, because the government wouldn't ever do anything with that information. That is not the solution. The solution, if you want a digital currency, then use blockchain. You want a digital currency, then you use Bitcoin and you leave the off-ramp people alone. This is the final grab of total power globally. You need to understand it. You need to brush up on it and you need to stand against it. You also need to prepare for a time when this does happen. What are you going to do? Most people will just go along with it because they'll say what people always say at times like these. Well, it's not going to get any worse than this. They'll never do that. I urge you to watch last night's show, my uh, TV Wednesday night special on Blaze TV. It was really, really funny. Classic chalkboard funny stuff. Um, however, I, I laid out on the chalkboard. In fact, I want to play that clip later on in the program. I laid out on the chalkboard all the things that we all said could never happen. It, I spent 15 minutes before the show just writing them down off the top of my head. There are so many more than this. But once you see the list, you'll be like, holy mother. Wake up and make the decisions. Are you fine with somebody watching over and having a digital currency, a a programmable digital currency that will control everything? By the way, uh, this article in The New York Times goes on to say it's reestablishing the Treasury Fiscal Authority. As a starting point, at first, it's a very small scale, but it's a window in how you might design similar stuff in the future. It's very MMT, Modern Monetary Theory. Wake up. Read the book, The Great Reset. It's all in there. The Great Reset available everywhere. Books are sold. Okay, while we're talking about money, you need to understand what the Fed is. The Fed is the biggest banks in the country. That's all it is. That's all it is. And the Federal Reserve, it's a private corporation. It was, um, it's a creature from Jekyll Island. People need to understand the Fed and they need to understand inflation and how our dollar and, and how our system of trade works. And I've asked the Tuttle Twins, um, Actually, not them because they don't exist. They're only in a book. Anyway, I've asked the people who uh, market the Tuttle Twins could you please give this book away right now? Because I think this is so urgent that you understand and your whole family understands the Fed and inflation and what causes inflation. This is a book that is all about that. And they're giving it away at my request for free. All you pay for is shipping. Now, they've got a whole bunch of different books, and I think they're a must to have in every single household. But this book is crucial for even you to read today right now so you understand and you can prepare. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. While supplies last, you can get this free copy of the Tuttle Twins and the Creature from Jekyll Island. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Ten seconds. Station ID. All right, let's, uh, let's go to the phones. 888-727-BECK. Let's go to James in Illinois. Hi, James.
2: Hey, Glenn. Quick, quick observation. I don't think the problem in this country is the left. You've got to look past the left, and like you're saying, look at the globalists. The left are just tools. They're going to be cast aside when all this stuff comes together.
0: You are right.
2: It's not, it's not your neighbors. It's not your friends. Look, look and take names people should be writing down names of who these people are because they're all part of it
0: um that, that comment makes me a little <laughs> a little nervous but um I, I will tell you this you write about the uh the left the left is the one that they think they've quote co-opted uh giant business they've scared these businesses into doing what they want canceling people like me or canceling anybody Um, And now they've taken it to such a place to where they run ExxonMobil. They run the Disney Corporation. They run all of these giant corporations, the NBA, the NFL. They run them all. What they don't know is the Great Reset appeals to their greed. And so while they think they created this, the financial people and the people who are motivated by greed oh they're using them now but uh they're only going to be used for enforcement and when their usefulness is up uh they're the first to go they're the first to go back in a minute your phone call 888-727-BECK The Glenn Beck Program. Yes, yes. Now, Kurtz, gather around the fire and let me tell you a horror story. Once upon a time, there was a man who drove his own car and it broke down in the middle of the road. (laughs) I mean, not only did the man not have a personal driver, but he also, all of us who do have personal drivers, we were stuck in traffic trying to get around this bum anyway. He couldn't afford to just throw the car away and get another one. Can you imagine the horror? Now, kids, try to get some sleep after hearing that. Okay, um, assuming you're not that guy, uh, understand you'll probably be the guy, like we all are, that's breaking down in the middle of the road. Uh, plans through Car Shield. Uh, are are the uh, best for coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, trip reimbursement at no extra cost, and fixing your car. And you don't have to pay the dealership. Uh, um, they'll pay it for you. So you, this is so easy. And you get a plan, you'll lock in the pricing forever. 800-391-8888. It's carshield.com slash Beck blazetvcom tv.com slash glenn the promo code is Glen for 10 bucks off this is the glenn beck program if you happen to be holding now and you've you're on the phone please don't hang up i, I every single call that is up there i want to talk to you um such great insight and uh and and people sharing how they feel right now, 888-727-BECK. Uh, let me go to Rose in Pennsylvania. Hello, Rose.
2: Hi, Glenn. It's a pleasure to talk to you, and we just love you. We watched the show last night. Yeah. We couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> um, we, I wanted to let you know we canceled our Disney.
0: <laughs> oh, good for, you. And if good it's for the, you.
2: It's the smallest thing to do. Yeah.
0: It, did you tell did them it. why?
2: No, okay. we did it online. All right. um, we were sitting here listening to your show yesterday, okay. and um, we Good. decided as grandparents that this is something we wanted to do.
0: Amen. Amen.
2: Uh, it was our part. Yep. So the the other reason I called was because I am a mother of four daughters,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and my one daughter is gay. hmm And uh, we found out when she was 16, mm-hmm. and um, we— we deal with it on a daily basis. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. But the thing is, I, I have these little grandchildren and um, what we do in our family is we accept my daughter. Of course. And I, my thing is her sexual preference is none of our business.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And sometimes she brings her girlfriends around and my little ones, they they just think it's all like a girlfriend like they have in school. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, it's, we live normal lives and we don't, my daughter doesn't feel like she has to go around forcing everyone to accept this or, Good. Amen. you know, talk about it, you know? Yeah. And this is what makes me angry with the rest of the group or the movement or whatever you want to call it. Um, it it reminds me of a an old saying, misery loves company. Whenever you're and you know what that means yeah, whenever yeah. you're doing this, you know, mm-hmm. you want more people to accept you because it makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just basically what it's all about.
0: I think you're, um, uh, maybe for some, I think that you are, um, um, you, you need to be able to name, um, you know, the movement. It's no, it's not the movement. It's radicals. It's radicals that are pushing, uh, all of this, you know, the, The idea that we said years ago, 20 years ago, I have me personally, I said, I have no problem with gay marriage. I want the government out of marriage. You can marry a tree if you want. Just don't tell me that I have to accept the beauty of you and the tree or that my church has to marry you and trees. As long as we can have different, I don't care. I don't care what you do. I really don't care. And you shouldn't care about what I do. Can we get along and can we all be good citizens? Yeah. Now, we said at the time, you start doing this and you're going to legitimize polygamy. You're going to start to see legitimization of uh, child porn and pedophilia. Well, we're already there. We're already there. So, the idea of the radicals pushing and pushing and pushing to where they destroy women trans. The trans movement is destroying women. Look, you want to be you're a guy. You were born a guy. You think you're a woman. OK, that's fine. But it doesn't change science. So if you want to call yourself a girl and you want to go in and compete against the girls, then we, I guess, have to have we have to have muscle and uh and uh weight classes because you are physically different than a girl and so you shut all the other girls out so great you compete over in this zone against people that are your size and have your kind of muscle that's the only way to coexist here otherwise men will just destroy women because of their muscles they're just built differently what I really, what bothers me is, because I, I, I deal exactly the same way, um, with the same things that many Americans do. That you have a member of the family uh, who is different. Okay, so what do you do? All I know is Christ teaches me two things. Man is created in his image. That God created all of us. That God doesn't make mistakes. I believe that many people, not all, especially now because it's so popular, uh, many people are truly born. Uh, Bruce Jenner, I think he was born really feeling he is a woman. I can't imagine the torture. I can't imagine being born if we, if it was all of a sudden reversed and being straight and we're getting there is uh, some sort of a a problem, who'd want to be born a problem? I believe you were born that way. Okay, so what do I do? Because I know God doesn't make mistakes. If you were born that way, how do I? I don't know. I don't have the answer. So I fall back on, I love you. I love you. I don't know. I don't have the answer. And I won't have it and probably until the time when I cross over to the other side. And that's when we'll all know for sure. I right now cannot square this circle that God creates man. He doesn't make mistakes. Great. So that's not a mistake. What is it? When it comes to me, my job is to love people and encourage them to be good human beings. What bothers me about the left is that's not good enough. That's not good enough. I have deep religious convictions. I am examining all of my religious convictions and I'm coming up with much of the same answer over and over and over again. I can't change what I believe because it's no longer popular. If that's my belief, if my belief system is what based on what's popular or what people on TV say, well, then that's not belief. That's a fad. But people can wake up today and say, oh, uh, by the way, uh, pansexual, that's a real thing. They can wake up today. Nobody's ever heard of it. And they can declare it truth. And then they judge you. And I can't say, okay, if you're pansexual, fine. I don't agree with you, but fine. That's not good enough. Those of us who are truly loving truly fight this because it's in your own family and so you're i don't mean fight homosexuality i mean fight what's in your head i truly believe in god i truly know these things but i also know i cannot do anything other than love this family member there's no choice i love them And they will always be safe with me. But I don't know how to square that circle. For the people who are really, truly suffering that battle in their head, to have somebody come along who doesn't have that faith, who can't even understand that religious stuff, to judge me and just expect me to give it up because it's only religion and religion's ridiculous is extraordinarily f- offensive. I would love to see somebody who disagrees with me admit that they can understand that. And if they can't understand that, then before opening your mouth to somebody out of compassion. And if you truly want understanding, take a minute, put yourself in the other person's shoes, because I've put myself in Bruce Jenner's shoes. I understand and uh, as much as I possibly can, and I have compassion for him. Back in just a minute with your phone call. (laughs) Uh, Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Sherry wrote in. She said, from day one, my dog Lily enjoyed eating her food again. We had the hardest time getting her to eat. I'm so glad to know that it wasn't just me and Uno. Every day was a battle, and food frequently got thrown away. But now she eats every bit of her food, and she has so much more energy. I'm definitely continuing to use Rough Greens and recommend it to others. Rough greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put in your dog's food. It has probiotics, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, omega oils. These are just some of the things that your dog needs to live a healthier lifestyle. They're all in rough greens. I will tell you, the only reason why I started using rough greens is I just would do anything to get my dog to eat. He would not eat. This, he loves. So, God bless rough greens. But what happened over about a six month period. I started seeing changes in him that still today are going on. I mean, he is a different dog. Get a free bag, your first bag of Rough Greens, just for your dog to try to make sure that they like it. Get your first bag free. Just pay for shipping. Go to roughgreens.com back roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glenback.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let's go to Joe. Hello, Joe. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, Glenn. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you, sir. couple of comments. Uh, first of all, I told your screener that I don't agree with 100% of what you say, mm. but what's amazing is everything that you have stated, 90% of it that I've chosen to go check, has been factual. And so I realize that there are very few... Uh, And I don't mean to put you in the circle, but talking heads, if you will, are pundits,
2: conservative
0: uh, pundits that are stating the facts. And what is so aggravating to me is these people,
2: these conservatives keep saying this. I hear it over and over. I heard it twice last night on Newsmax. I don't understand why they keep doing this. They're so stupid. The the, the Biden administration is so
0: stupid. They keep making these stupid decisions. And I want to (laughs) scream and jump to the TV. They're not stupid. They are very intelligent. They're doing exactly what they told you in 2008 when Barack Obama ran for president, that they were going to transform America. Yes. And wake up, people. Wake up. I, I will tell you, Joe, you're right on the money. This is going to be studied by historians as the the biggest uh, theft of wealth in the history of the world. It will also be known as the period where the world lost its freedom and didn't see it coming. It, this is a three-card Monty game that no one accepts right now, but that is the only way history will record our time as insane and blind. Thanks, Joe. Let me go to Stacy in Washington. Hello, Stacy.
3: Hi. um, So I was calling because you know I've been listening to you for the last couple of years. I used to years ago think you were crazy, (laughs) and then I've actually (laughs) then I actually paid attention and realized that uh, you're not crazy. And then recently they were talking about that unrealized gains that they want to do on the billionaires yes and we all know everything trickles down Oh and i just bought a five acre homestead Mm. and i'm setting up to sustain for my family for food and then i realized if they do this unrealized gains we all know it's going to come to us how do we keep our homes and our homesteads and our feeding our family if they tax us on what we can't on what we the market value of our houses is and um i have to pay a tax on something i can't i haven't earned how do i keep my home
0: uh well that is i mean that's an interesting question and seeing that the great reset um markets as a uh as a, a benefit that by 2030 you'll own nothing and like it uh is probably the answer to that question um i don't know how this is going to work this is completely new territory um i think the unrealized gains hopefully won't affect right away because i think well i know according to case shiller we're in the biggest bubble in the history of housing bubbles right now we are now uh double the bubble that was happening in 2008 we are double that on the case shiller index so you know it's different this time is it Is it the Fed yesterday started talking about how this is a massive housing bubble and it is going to correct itself. So hopefully, you know, we all lose value in in our house and prices go down for a while. But this is the plan to impoverish everyone, take it away through taxes. So it is the Robin Hood story. Where the king sends the sheriff out to collect the taxes and the people don't have taxes. And all of that money is given to the elites and the friends of the king. That's why Robin Hood came about. He wasn't taking from the citizens. He was taking it back. The citizens had already been robbed. He was going and robbing the king. And he was giving that money back to the people. We're finally going to understand the parable of of, uh, Robin Hood. We're finally going to get that. It's not about Marxism. In fact, it's quite the opposite. I would just suggest don't buy more than you can afford. Continue to think about the unthinkable. I mean, I think that we are headed for uh, what our grandparents went through in the Great Depression. Uh, It is going to be bad. Uh, I don't know when that hits us, but it's going to be really bad. When it does, you just need to be prepared as much as you can. Um, you're going to need your neighbors. If you bought a farm, you're, you're probably in the right area. Um, you really want to be away from these major cities, uh, and you want to be in a place to where people think like you do because we're going to need each other. We're going to need each other. Back in just a minute uh, with an update on Disney from a former Disney employer, uh, employee that just couldn't take it anymore, left a while ago uh, and uh, is revealing himself for the first time. You probably have seen, well, I know you have seen his work, but it's always been by Anonymous. He, quote, comes out on today's program next. This is the Glenn Beck Program.